Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. It is political season right now. Do you watch Fox News a good bit to keep up with what's going on with everything? I do. I watch Fox News. I watch CNN. I watch MSNBC. I watch them all. And then I also listen to the BBC to get the real story. That is so real. (laughs) Because you know what you're going to get on Fox News. It's going to be extremely Mm -hmm. conservative. Everything is pro-Trump and and pro-Republican. You know what you're going to get on CNN and MSNBC. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it, 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 you. You see all the stuff out there, and and the truth is, is it just gets so exhausting. And yeah. of course, I'm looking at it for business reasons and financial reasons, reasons trying to keep my clients up to date on on political changes that might affect their retirement, that might affect them in their pocketbooks and taxes. But it's exhausting. It's disheartening yes. every day. We have conservative talk radio listeners, so we pretty much know where they stand when it comes to what news channel they would choose as their top favorite, and it's typically Fox News. And if you watch it at all, you're likely pretty familiar with a guy by the name of Tucker Carlson. Obviously, many of the political differences in our country right now involve economic issues. So when we sat down with Tucker a while back, we asked him about his own views on financial planning and debt. I don't know. I guess my instinct would be to eliminate debt. You know, you don't want to take financial advice from me, but I'll tell you one thing that my gut tells me is people are, are way too in the hole to lenders, big time. I'm a talk show host, I'm hardly a financial analyst, but like people are carrying numbers on their credit cards, student loans and mortgages and second mortgages. It all seems completely insane. So my view has always been pay down the debt. I'd rather own my house outright. I know you know, ever there's a penalty for that, and my financial advisor's like, "You're stupid." It's like, actually, no, I'm. I think you're stupid. I'm paying off the house. That's what I did with it. Do you agree with that, Abe? Should we try to pay off our debt before we stop working? I think so. You definitely want to before you, do, you before you retire. If you can be debt free, it is definitely the best way to go. It's not always. Um, the easiest thing to do. It's not always oh, possible. And we can help people have, with a plan that even haven't paid off their house yet. But typically in our goals and in our plans is to help people completely eliminate the debt and and being a being a slave to the paymaster. You know, that's really what we're trying to... The borrower avoid. is slave to the lender. Yeah. I have and, read a time or two. <laughs> and, and, and because of that, it is, it's wise to get that done. But there's there's things that people would make an argument for financial reasons, and this has changed a lot in the tax code recently. Okay, um, with the standard deduction doubling oh, and things yes. that we've talked about, it's harder. I'll, I'll I'll just preface this by saying this: it's harder to write off mortgage interest today than it was just a couple of years ago because of the change in the standard deduction. And because of that, if people aren't able to write off their mortgage interest anyway, it's taken away one of the financial professionals' arguments mm. for keeping a mortgage. Right, this tax-free interest that you're paying on your loan or not tax, yeah, tax-free interest that you're paying on your on those mortgage payments. So for that reason, there's not that big of a benefit, but people would make the argument to say, oh, hey, listen, it's the, it's a great time to borrow. I mean, it's interest right? rates are interest so Interest rates low. are so low, they'll practically pay you to take out a mortgage. Oh my gosh, right? you know, I know so, a guy like that. Right, so, so and, and I disagree with that wholeheartedly because even though you can say if your money is earning 5% and your mortgage is 3%, you're better off having your money growing for you right. than paying the 3%. Well, that doesn't take into the account the growth and the equity or the growth and the value of the home that you own. If there's some inherent growth in real estate, you're earning interest there as well. That's one consideration. But then there's this emotional thing. Mm-hmm. And I've watched people do it dozens of times as part of our plan. They say, when I see you next, and as part of the plan was paying off their home. Okay. By the time I see you at your next review quarterly or whatever they were coming in the office for, you will have completely paid off your house. You're going to walk two inches taller in the front door. 
Really? Yeah, you're just going to feel better about your world. And financially, even though it may have come from some of your savings, and some people come in and say, hey, I've got $300,000 in my savings. My mortgage is only one fifty. I could pay it off at any time. I know that. I've got that in the back of my head. And I say, you don't know how it feels until you've done it. Hmm. Take the one fifty out of your, and of course, after evaluating everything yeah. else, I'll say something like, go pay off your house, right? You could get another loan if you needed to, but yeah. go pay off your house and see how you feel about it. It works within your plan. Let me show you why A, B, C, D, and we'll go through the numbers. And without fail, they walk in the office. And I mean, I'm using a metaphor here, right? But they are taller, mm-hmm. brighter. There's a burden that has been taken off of their shoulders. And then you say, okay, retirement, finances, it's not just all about dollars and cents. It's not just about math. There is a big emotional, social component to this where you've got to take it all into consideration. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, even though financially could there be solid arguments about not paying off your house right away, I happen to belong to a very large group of the population, including financial professionals that say, when possible, pay off your debt as quickly as you possibly can. I can't relate to the mortgage part, but I remember in my 20s, I got handed every credit card every time I turned around and I didn't really know what to do. I learned the hard way what debt is and got in a little over my head. It was nothing outlandish, but for what money I was making at the time, it was a lot. And then I had a car loan and I just was drowning all of a sudden. It came out of left field for me. These banks are no suckers. No, they're not. And then when I figured it out, I became a Dave Ramsey fan. Thankfully, got out of debt. Rice and beans, beans and rice. That's right. And I only owe on my house now, but I'm saying I can relate to the... I don't know anybody, anything except for my home. Yeah, I'm about an inch taller because of that. And yeah. I need all the height I can get, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm only 5'2". You're, you're, you're not very tall, so you need <laughs> every inch you can get. I can only imagine that relief of not having to owe anyone a dime. Yeah, it's this feeling of safety and security that only comes through that, right? And Think, sometimes that feeling is worth more than what little bit of money you exactly. might make is what that's you're what, saying. That's what you learn. That's what you learn real quickly. In fact, when you do it, you realize it was even a bigger relief than I thought it would be. I thought it would be feel okay. I thought it would be a good goal, a good accomplishment. And then you do it and you just like stick it to the man. <laughs> Right. That's how you feel because the, take that bank of whatever, you, you know, and you know, for years we talked about predatory lending mm-hmm. in, in the mortgage industry and predatory lending with credit cards. But there's a science to the scam, right, to getting kids hooked on debt, to yep. get them hooked on credit and Works get them so in over the head. And then they start, hey, replace this card for that card and zero mm-hmm. interest teaser rates. And you just keep on racking it up and racking it up and racking it up until you're so far under the water. You are a slave. Mm-hmm. to the paymaster then at that point. And that's that's the problem. And we have a whole other problem in this country of where young people are not learning that rule and they're expecting that debt should not be a problem. Someone should pay for everything for them. There's that whole thing. I have a friend that she can never understand how I save six months to a year of my salary that I could grab at any point because life could happen. You just yeah. don't know, right? And I don't have any credit cards or any debt. She's always playing the credit card game. No, yeah. And you see those studies and they shock everybody, right? Like, I can't believe it. It says that 50% of Americans couldn't handle a $1,500 emergency, right? The, you see those come up on on different, you see them on social media all the time, right? You, mm-hmm. see, yeah. you, see, you see those out there and those studies that show people don't have a lot of savings or what percentage of Americans have actually saved anything for retirement or what they need for retirement. And they're these mind-blowing statistics. And you say, surely not me, but you can point to three or four members of your family. You're yep. like, oh, I know they're in that position. Unfortunately, I yes. know they're right where they're at. And and it's hard because part of you is like, yeah, oh man, you've been taught better. You should know yeah. better. But even parents teaching their kids, there's no 
curriculum really at all in in high school for these types of numbers and understanding debt, understanding saving Mm -hmm. for retirement and financial matters. There's very little curriculum, which is a big miss on our education system. And the other part is, is you're a parent. And when you're a parent trying to teach your kids these things, you're trying to be the voice of reason against a chorus, an entire society, a banking system that's saying your mom and dad are nuts. (laughs) Borrow, borrow, borrow. Here's some free money. Do what you want with it. Xbox, baby. Come on. You know what I mean? So that's, that's why it's so hard for parents. And I tell them, don't beat yourself up too badly about yeah. people coming and say, my kids aren't doing well with money. I'm like, well, they were, you were fighting an uphill battle. Find out more at ashtonwealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.